Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Benjamin Generation Podcast. Um, always so glad that you always join in and listen in. Um, we feel so blessed. Um, yeah. And if this is your first time, your first episode listening to, um, this is going to be a blessing to you. But I also encourage you to go and listen to all the other episodes as they are um, as equally good, if not more, somehow, by the grace of God. Um so yeah this is episode five um of our second season um and in the episode we keep saying it's episode six reason being we did have another episode five planned out and everything but um you know technology and all that um the episode somehow got lost um so can imagine it's heartbreaking for us but it must be also heartbreaking for for you guys listening to the episode was so good um but yeah but so we had to make this one episode five as a result so that's why you might keep on hearing us sing episode six but um yeah we decided just to make episode six episode five um but this episode is is amazing we're joined by a guest her name is natalie um she's currently studying in algeria um, but she's from zimbabwe um, and she shares on a power of a testimony and she shares amazing testimonies that will blow your mind of how God has been moving um, and why it's so important for us to keep sharing testimonies, uh, not only important for us, but important for the people who listen to those testimonies. Um, so we just thank her so much for, for gracing us coming through um, and blessing us so much. So, without wasting any more time, here is episode 5 of the Benjamin Generation podcast. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Um, this is Mila Alexis Aputin. Welcome to the Benjamin Generation podcast. Um, yeah, this is episode 6. Um, yeah, I'm so excited about this episode. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a huge blessing to you guys listening. Um, yeah, I can't wait for, for you guys to hear it. I don't even know what the... What, what's coming up obviously but I just have a feeling it's it's gonna answer some questions everybody's wondering so yeah I'm so excited about this episode uh, but as always I'm not alone I have my co-host my amazing fabulous anointed um, yeah amazing co-host Nell. Nell hi how are you are you still good Yes, I'm so awesome, everyone. Welcome, welcome to the sixth episode of the Benjamin Generation podcast. Today we are joined by a very beautiful lady, Natalie. Uh, I feel like she has to tell us her name just in case we pronounce the same name not correctly. <laughs> so we're just gonna call her Natalie, and then she'll tell us her name and and where yes. she's from. Where she's, and where she's from, yes, and where she's from, and where she is right now, and then the topic for today. You know, we always have a great, a fantastic topic, which is the power of a testimony. So, yes, Natalie, how are you? Welcome, thank welcome. you, thank you, thank you so much for having me here. Um, it's a great privilege. It's a great honor. Thank you. Um, I loved how you pronounced my name, actually. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Praise God. My name, like she said already, I am Natalie Gambanjera, and uh, I'm Zimbabwean, but at the moment, I am staying in Algeria because of my study. Praise God. 
And uh, mm-hmm. like she's already mentioned, we are going to be talking about the power of testifying, the power of testimonies today. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 I feel so excited. I don't know. I feel like Neta is going to tell us something so, so yeah. juicy, like something so great. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Uh, I'm okay. so glad I'm Neta not the only one who feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, Natalie, there's, there's this thing that I love. I, I call it the love story. So, like, this is one of the love stories that I love hearing is where did you and Jesus Christ meet? Like, that is the most beautiful love story I always hear. So would you just like share with us, where did you and Jesus Christ <laughs> meet? Oh, praise God. Um, I'll always say that in every kind of love story like that, you know, it's very yeah. interesting because Jesus finds you before you realize he's there. You know, he's got his arms open wide for you. So yeah. um, um, I want to thank God so much because I know him, praise God. I want to thank God because I was found by him. So my story actually goes like this. I was raised in a family that believed in God, but in, uh, how do I say this? In a very atypical way, praise God. Like the church that my family used to go to as I was growing, actually did not believe in the reading of the word. So that is a bit strange. But actually, we have such kind of gatherings around, praise God. And so it used to be a Sunday thing. There's the proclamation of Jesus as the son of God, of God, of the spirit. But then I didn't receive the word in my growing up. So growing up, the word that I used to receive actually was from RME, you know, this is all I got to know about who this Jesus guy was, you know, because all would go is being, do all sorts of stuff, but there was, we didn't have the word. And it's pretty strange if I begin to think about it, but it came to a certain point in time. I think I was in uh, high school, my first year in high school. I got there and then we had a club uh, it's the Scripture Union Club. I think most countries have this club going on. Yeah. It's yeah. just a group of believers who gather to praise, to pray, to fellowship. So when I first got there, you know, it was a different setup from what I had seen or what I'd grown up thinking church was, you know. So I got there and I began to see people talking about the word, introducing the aspect of the word of God, you know introducing Jesus afresh to me. That's when I actually realized that I wasn't a believer, actually, you know. I, mm. I, I, I didn't know Jesus, actually, at all. That's when it actually hit me that, you know, as much as I professed that I was a Christian, I didn't know who I was saying I yeah. believed in, you know. So um, I, that first term in high school, it was something that actually brought uh, something afresh. I think that was in 2007. Mm-hmm. I was surrounded by friends who loved the Lord, uh, surrounded by teachers who loved the Lord. And so I, it just came to me, as people were talking to me about Jesus, about the word that in one of the services, I just decided to give my life to the person I knew. Amen. So I gave my life to Jesus Christ in um, 2007, the first term of my school. I was in Form 1 by then. 
And uh, I would love to say that that was the best decision that I've made in my life. And life has not really been the same for me. Now, the funny part actually comes to when I went back home, you know, now I'm, when I went back home, I went back home. I now know scripture. I now know the spirit of God. I, you know, I'm now speaking in tongues and it was strange yeah. for my family, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, this is new, new Christ, Christian style that and, you have inherited oh what are you doing yes it was crazy it was really strange and now i am beginning to talk about speaking tongues i'm praying i'm speaking in tongues i'm like do you even know what you're saying you yeah. know all those things <laughs> you know at some point in time actually my dad thought i was getting a bit hysterical mm, you know yeah but yeah. i just want to thank the lord that uh as of now my family they're all born again praise god wow, they are going to bible believing churches and they know jesus praise god so yeah i think in summary that's my story oh yeah, <laughs> yeah you, jesus in scripture you know i just want to shout out to the scripture union like in primary school i mm -hmm. knew Jesus uh, through scripture here in Lesotho yes. and I feel like it has played a great role uh, in the in, in the church you know in oh, yes. the body of Christ so this mm. is this is one of the biggest testimonies that I feel like people shouldn't take for granted scripture or any ministries that come in their schools yeah. they really impact lives just <laughs> as Natalie and Karabo and myself and many other people that listen to this podcast that have um, had and met Jesus through the, the scripture, you know, that is, that is very beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you so much, Natalie. Yeah. Thank you. Um, that's, I just want to know, based on, because you say you were raised in a, in a family before you knew Christ and the Bible and everything, um, that yeah. you really didn't read the Bible. So in those yeah. first um instances where you were introduced to the bible what you know what stood out for you about it what what yeah. made you realize oh, yeah. that you know this is really something that's been missing in my life all right like um you know like i said as i was growing up right um, yeah. church was just a place for activity for me that was it you know mm. i was taught that I believed in Jesus. It was a teaching, you know, like you're taught that you actually believe. So it's like, uh, how do I say? It's more like you are indoctrinated to just saying this is what you say. Yeah. yeah. You say you believe in Jesus, you know, you say mm. you believe in the Father, you believe in the Spirit. Mm. So for me, um, I'll just go to church. Sunday was just one of those days. We wake up, we have great breakfast, you know, dress, and then we go to church and you get to church, there's singing, there's praise, there's teaching. And I, I really, I can't remember what that teaching was based on, really. <laughs> yeah. uh, but at some point in time, the leaders would actually, if I remember well, they would actually pinpoint to some of the characters that are found in the Bible. But that was how it used to go, you know. So mm -hmm. for me, it was, I, I never really used to relate to it. All I, the only way it related to me was me knowing that I should say I'm a Christian when I'm filling documents. I'm a Christian. Mm. You know, I believe in Jesus. I pray. We used to pray, but I really can't remember how I used to, honestly. Like, <laughs> all things have changed. You know, 
yeah. all of those things. But when I came to high school, you know, uh, when we say we now know Jesus, there's a new um, freshness that comes to you. And that yeah. freshness is confirmed when you actually begin to talk to him, you know, when mm-hmm. he becomes real to you. Yeah. You can proclaim him and proclaim him, but until you get to a point where actually you know you're having a conversation with a being, you're not just professing the name of Jesus, you're not just professing mm-hmm. a name, you know, that is just a name on its own, but you're actually having conversation with this person. That's when I knew that the game had changed. It was changed. This was Jesus was breathing unto me. The first time, it was simply a conviction, you know. It just That just came to my heart that this man had to be true. This word had to be true. Because at first, I actually had questions like, people were saying, the, the gathering you're going to is good, but then Jesus is the word. So how do you then talk about Jesus when you don't know his word? How do you grow in him? And the truth is, really, I'd never, I wasn't growing in any way. I was just attending gatherings and coming back home and professing to be a believer, a believer you know, but mm. I didn't believe. I didn't know what to believe in in the first place, you know. Mm. Mm. So things really got to change when I, the Holy Spirit just gave me a conviction. And from that time onwards, I began to pray. I began to dig into scripture. I began to talk to him i began to you know listen and train myself in hearing his voice i he just began to change everything and that conviction it grew bigger and it big go bigger and bigger praise god and i want to say that life isn't really been the same praise god Amen. i can relate to this person you know it's not just a name i confess but i relate with him i can talk yeah. to him he talks back you Amen. know yeah so yeah, yeah. You're not you're not casting out demons with the with the Jesus that uh, Paul and Silas are talking about. You know that like, remember the demons that <laughs> with the, the, those people because they didn't know Jesus personally. They said, "I oh, don't yes. know you." Yeah. yeah. So now you know Jesus for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's so powerful. It's really been a beautiful journey. Amen. Amen. Um, so Natalie, you told you you told us that you are in your studies. Um, yes. Yeah. So I would like you to tell us what exactly are you studying and also um, how has, you know, believing the gospel of grace affected you in, in your studies? Has it improved your studies? Has it not done anything? Oh. So, yeah. Praise God. I love your questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm actually in my sixth year medicine i'm studying medicine i'm in my sixth year and uh, by is that the your final year? year yeah by the end of this year i'll be getting into my final year okay okay yeah and uh, one of the things that i'm really grateful for concerning my studies is how you know i've actually come to know the power of god you know mm. more through my studies you know in medicine mm we are trained to diagnose people. We are trained to treat people. We are trained the pathophysiology of diseases, of illnesses, all those things, you know? Yeah. But um, 
I've seen the miraculous at the same time as a doctor. Praise God. Like, uh, I remember last year, I was actually talking to a friend. I'd just come from a particular camp. And where we were, uh, the miraculous began to just happen. People having serious illnesses instantly getting healed. So when I got back, I remember I was talking to my friend. I was telling them about all those things. And one question that they asked me is that, how are you a medical personnel, but you believe in the power of God? I mean, they asked me, mm-hmm. I understand yeah. how those illnesses come to be from a scientific point of view. Yeah. And I understand from a scientific point of view how those diseases don't just disappear overnight or in a split second, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, when I see all these things take place, it's just empowering to know the greatness of the power of God, you know. So I'm just grateful because, you know, when you understand, for example, how a cancer will evolute, you know, how it will progress, how it will go. And then all of a sudden, it's no more. It's gone. The body is healed. Everything is perfect. It's, yeah. it's so, it's so mind-blowing that's what i should say you know for a person who might not know how the process would go it might be easy to understand but for a person who has studied how it's not supposed to just disappear like that how it can't and now you see it all gone like it just Mm. brings science to bow you know (laughs) just bows Mm -hmm. wow So I've seen the power of God even in in my studies, how actually it speaks more to me, how God reigns above all that we can do, above all that we can study, above everything. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. Wow. And uh, on on what you just said, uh, do you have like um, one particular incident that happened that you saw that, you know, as there's something that doctors can do, but there's there's something that only God can do, you know? Like, what is that particular thing that you have seen in your practice that this we can do, but this only God can do? Okay, that's, that's, that's a beautiful question. And I'll start by saying, I want to believe that healing, true healing really just comes from God. So even as a medical student, even if it's a headache, you know, the knowledge to create a, a pill that will actually help that person, that knowledge originates from God. So even in the simplest of things, I want to believe that all you have to do as a doctor is know, okay, maybe in this situation I'm supposed to give that. But all of it, all knowledge, everything starts from God. So as, as doctors, we are just vessels, praise God. Amen. But um, one of the... Uh, highlights what I saw what really amazed me was uh, a healing of this man he had three kinds of cancers that he he was having within his own body and actually the when they were giving that testimony they actually said that the docs had, had actually given him a range of time I can't really remember those types I didn't really mm-hmm. pay attention to those but one yeah. of the things that happened was that he had uh, what we call ascites. Mm-hmm. Ascites is where uh, you have fluids, excess fluids that accumulate in a peritoneal cavity, your peritoneal cavity. So it's like there's a layer just beneath your muscles on your abdomen. Mm-hmm. 
there's mm. a cavity right there. They were not supposed to be finding liquids, you know, but he yeah. had liquids uh, due to uh, cirrhosis, yet cirrhosis, that is a liver condition. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. his abdomen was so big because of that excess fluid. Yeah. But when people begin to pray, you know, I'm talking about a person with multiple kinds of cancers with metastasis. Mm. I'm talking about a person with cirrhosis, one of the cancers mm. that actually a brain tumor, you know, wow. all of those things. He was paralyzed, could no longer speak. He was blind, all of those things. People begin to pray. And, you know, liquid, we all know. I'm, I'm talking about this particular example because it's something that we can all try to imagine. When yeah. there's liquid in a bottle, you know, yeah. if the liquid is no longer in a bottle, we're expecting it to leak from somewhere. You know, yeah. for us yeah. to see an empty bottle. Yeah. But for him, when prayer was made, that ascites just disappeared. It was just going down. You know, everybody was just seeing. People are praying. You can imagine people are just speaking in tongues. People are praying. That mm -hmm. ascites is just going down till his yeah. abdomen was back to the normal. The question yeah. will be, where did the liquid go? Yeah. Where did it go? All that that huge abdomen, as big as it was, where did it go? He began to see, he stood up and he began to praise God. He began wow. to speak, a man who had spent months without speaking. Amen. The wow, blindness man. just disappeared. The question is, what yeah. happened to this man? You yeah. Know? Yeah, Jesus so, healed you. <laughs> Jesus healed him. <laughs> Jesus healed him. Praise yeah. God. Man, praise God. Oh, it's, it's just powerful how much um, the, the endless possibilities that are available in Jesus. It's just yeah. beautiful. Amen. 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 The Lord truly is a healer. Amen. Oh. He is a healer. Amen. 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 All right. Um, we're going to take a short break, uh, but we'll be back with Natalie. And yeah, we'll be talking about the power of a testimony. She's already shared some amazing testimonies. But we'll get into more of the topic the break. Oh, hello everyone. Now it is that wonderful tea break sort of thing that we play a wonderful game and today's game is called Would You Rather? So, Natalie? Yes? The first question is would you rather go to a formal church on a Wednesday, perhaps, or go to a Bible study? Oh, wow. Okay. I love both. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, uh, if it's a Wednesday, I think I'll go for Bible study. Okay. Why would you go for a Bible study? Uh, because uh, most of the times we have this kind of formal settings, settings where we have the main preacher sharing. That is really beautiful. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. But I also love uh, Bible studies because there's so much that we can learn from each other. You know, we just get mm -hmm. to see that everybody, people, people are learning so much from Jesus, you know, and when they bring those yeah. ideas together, it's, it's also beautiful. So yeah, along with the formal uh, meetings, I would also love that Bible study. <laughs> okay, awesome. You, Mila, would you rather go to church or would you rather go for a Bible study? 
Uh, I would say Bible study. Yeah. yeah. But Why? if this was done in, um, yeah, basically for the same reasons Natalie brought up. <laughs> like, Bible <laughs> study is more, yeah, it's more casual. Not that like mm-hmm. the formal church service isn't like, but you know, in a Bible study, anything can happen. Anything good can happen. Um, and yeah, you know, we get to learn from each other and all that there's interaction. Um, yeah, but if this question was asked to me, let's say like two months back with lockdowns and everything, I think I would have gone for a formal church service. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> <laughs> oh wow okay you know uh me i feel like maybe if i could ask a pastor a question during a formal church service you know i would go to church mm-hmm. but i'll choose uh i'll go for a bible study because i'm able to ask questions that the i don't understand yeah, yeah like i'll say why why do you pray that but why did you understand that why did jesus do that you know <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> we are able to discuss it until we find like yeah okay another question is would you rather go jogging or cycling oh that's that's very easy i'd rather go jogging i don't know how to cycle (laughs) (laughs) really so you've never learned how to ride a, a bicycle i learned when i was a child but i used to have like those tricycles yeah and then as i was growing I actually lost interest for the bicycles. I mean, my my siblings did, but for me, I, I never really did. So till now, uh, I think somebody has got to teach me, really. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <But> somebody <laughs> should. <laughs> uh, somebody should, because if uh, maybe it's like a three-hour jogging, hey, you know, but at least when you're cycling, that times when you're just relaxing, and then the the cycling is just going by itself, so uh, I'd rather go for cycling <laughs> rather than jogging, yeah. you know, because yeah. sometimes even when you're running, you feel like everything is moving on you, like you feel like your hands are moving, I know, like, yeah, it's just too much, so I'd rather go for cycling, and you, Mila? definitely cycling yeah we get to go <laughs> further there's not too much effort although like it's still an exercise but yeah oh i'm coming yeah. for lessons guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should and, and i'm thinking like every thursday is when we're from a bible study i always feel mm-hmm. like maybe we should buy like bicycles instead of like walking home so I'm yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's better yeah. to cycle yeah but walking okay. is fun you know walking is not like jogging when you walk like yeah. that, at your own pace, it's chilled. But jogging, oh, yeah. yeah, it's jogging it's is not sprinting. Me. I think it's still fun. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Too much sweat within like yeah. three minutes. You're just like, hey, where's this sweat coming from? <laughs> no, jogging always seems like a good idea until the three minutes you get started, and then you realize that <laughs> this is not such a good idea. <laughs> okay another question is would you rather go on a school trip or take a vacation with your family oh my goodness now this is yeah i know (laughs) okay Okay. oh wow okay given the current circumstances i mean i haven't been home for some time i think Mm -hmm. the vacation with family is much needed 
Okay, let's say the circumstances when this, then would you go with your family or would go on a school trip? Oh, I thought she was going to skip that part. That, that makes it difficult. <laughs> um, mm, wow. Oh, Lord. Uh, I think I'll go for the family. Yeah, I think I'll still go for a vacation with the family. Why? You know, the reason is, um, okay, the reason why I'll say this in my kind of setup is yeah. because um, school, I'm always with friends at school and people of our age are always having fun, you know, of, although yeah. it's, I mean, it's fun having <laughs> a specific school trip, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, but yeah. with family, usually you are home, people go out, you know, in the morning, this person is going to school. The other one yes. is going to work. People yeah. come back in the evening and all. But to have that one time where everyone is at rest and everybody's just enjoying each other, I think that is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And how about you, Mula? I think hmm, I also go for a family vacation. Yeah. No. <sighs> Not having to worry about, like, yeah, staying at home. Like we got the family, it's a weird thing, you know. We spend most of the time together if you're living with your family, but then not really because everybody's doing other things and going to other places. So it's uh -huh. not like you don't spend that much time together as you think you do. But with a vacation, yeah, you really get to spend time together and get to know each other more. And yeah, and you don't need to worry about who needs to wash the dishes. So that's. <laughs> the job. Okay, you're worried about the job. <laughs> um, for me, well, I'll go for a school trip. I always feel like me and my family are always together, together, like all the time with people, like always in each other's business. So I'll go for a school trip, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt I'll go for a school trip. Like, but you'll you know, be in each other's business in a different location. You know, yeah. won't be no, the same. same. You won't be locked up in your usual well, My family house always still the same. Like, <laughs> you know, we are in another country. We still fight the same. We are, if we are having a good time. So I always feel like, yeah, like if we are in a different setting, it might be different, but. Since I haven't had a lot of school trips, I feel like I would want that scenario where I'm just with my friends. There's no parent, <laughs> you know, there's no parent telling the other, don't do what, don't do what. We're just relaxing and having fun, just being kids, you know. And yeah. but with family, you're taking care of each other, like taking care of each other. I don't know. I always like family setting is always like if you have younger siblings or something like that. You're taking care of your younger siblings. You're, you're making sure your parents are okay. I also feel like you're always in the responsibility mode with family, but with school friends, I uh, know <laughs> it's a vacation, it's a school trip. So, all right, I'll go. I guess this this question really shows your what your position in your family. Clearly, you're not the last one because I'm the last one in my family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, not really? thinking about such a, Yeah, I'm the last one. <laughs> I'm the first, but I'll yeah. still go for that vacation. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Come on, no, you're the odd one out. 
because it's like vacation <laughs> yeah, school it's, trip. It, it's okay. It's okay. For me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Final question is: uh -huh. Would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green, or never had never have to stand in line? Like never have to be in a queue nowhere. You know, every time you get to a place, you get services. I don't never like, have to you stand know, in line. Like, do you do you hate traffic or do you hate a long queue? You know. Oh God, I can't stand long queues. I don't like them. I love efficiency, so I would go for you know have not have queues at all. The traffic yeah. lights, I think they're actually useful. I think they, I, I think I love those. <laughs> yeah. Love a traffic jam. But I'll st I would rather have uh, the absence of queues. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I think of going to get my passport here at home, I'd oh Lord, jeez, oh God, <laughs> I'd rather have no queue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, imagine you're waiting for fuel and you're at yeah. a station. You're taking hours. You know. I mean, if you know that there are traffic lights, you can still manage your time, wake up early and still know that where you're going, you're going to be treated with efficiency. Yeah. Then mm. having to stand in long queues. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Like, no, yes. <laughs> oh, and how about you, Mila? <laughs> but think about this, right? Uh, mm -hmm. You get to go anywhere with your car and basically you're not going to stop. So if, like, let's say you're going to collect your passport or whatever. So you can, can wake up early in the morning, just drive there and get it and drive back. And oh, there's wait, like, you're going no to get there. <laughs> you're going to get a very long queue. Yeah. Then you realize but you, you can drive anywhere. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, I'm going uh, with traffic light, green traffic light wherever I go. I feel like that's, that's amazing. Have you ever had a feeling of where you're just driving or in a car and like you're just approaching traffic lights and they're just turning green? It's the best feeling ever. Imagine having that for the rest of your life. Have you ever had a feeling of waking up early for something to be delayed mm -hmm. by a very, very long queue? Like imagine with that green light, you've passed through, but then you come to a place whereby there's a very long queue of about 100 people before you. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. I've had Traffic. that feeling, so I have lowered my expectations when I go to like government <laughs> places or something because I know I don't make other plans. I just dedicate, okay, this day I'm just doing this one thing because I already know I'm going to be standing in that line for practically the whole day. So the whole day is just dedicated to that one thing. Now imagine okay. if you have I'm to do traffic. a lot of government processes you know, uh -uh. Mm -hmm. it's okay to be an odd number, Mula. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we are going to get to that beautiful segment uh, that we are uh, we are going to do, which is 60 seconds of gratitude. So, yes, since 2020 has been just too much, you know, but I believe that every one of us have something to be grateful for. So, Natalie, can you just share with us as many, many, many things that you're grateful for in only 60 seconds? Wait, let me, let me start the timer here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my Jesus. So, should so, I explain <laughs> what I'm grateful for? I should just mention and go. 
Yeah. I should explain why I'm mentioning and going. You're mentioning going because it's oh. only 60 seconds. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, are you ready? Yes. So in three, two, one, go. So I'm grateful for rest this year. I'm grateful wait, for wait, provision. Wait, 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 wait. My timer isn't working. Oh. <laughs> okay, we'll just wait. Why isn't this working? Now it decides. It to. is working. Was it working before? I maybe you were just Okay, I didn't hurry. really check. Okay. <laughs> Let's hopefully it starts this time. So it's three, two, one, go. I'm grateful for rest in this year. I'm grateful for um, increase in knowledge and in my faith. I'm so grateful I learned to play the keyboard this year. I improved my baking skills. I learned how to make clothes for myself. I am grateful for family, for friends. I'm so grateful for just the ability you know, to breathe life. I'm so grateful for the grace and the favor that the Lord has shown me in this very same year. I'm grateful for, um, you know, the Lord's faithfulness. I'm grateful for his kindness towards me. I'm grateful because in a way the Lord is just, you know, um, expanding my territory. Praise God. I'm grateful so much for that. Oh, I still have 10 seconds. Um, (laughs) I'm grateful for new connections that the Lord has put in my life, new people, new friends, you know, all of those things, I'm so grateful. Time's up. Oh, God. Amen. You know, I, I, I did a lot of things that I'm so grateful for, but just the idea you of knowing you that you're under time. There. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. You mentioned Samantha, that, that just, I don't know, so much. And I believe there's more. Like, I felt like if you had more time, you'd just be, I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for. And for someone who's like, 2020 has been the worst worst year girl listen to this 10 17 things that yeah, Natalie was grateful like, for she learned how to play a keyboard she learned how to bake she learned how to make clothes you know, I feel I'm like I haven't done cake, anything you know right now I'm wearing a dress that I've made with my own hands no machine no hands and I'm so grateful for you know this wow. coronavirus season you know, the word of yeah. God is very real. When it says that all things work together for our good, I wouldn't yeah. have done all these things if I was going to school all this time. Amen. So I, I'm just I'm just grateful. Everything turns out for our good. Amen. Okay, that was a beautiful game segment and a beautiful 60 seconds of gratitude. Thank you so much, Natalie, for playing along. Thank you. All right, so now we're going to get into um, today's topic, which is yep. the power of a testimony. Um, mm-hmm. So, Natalie, um, when I like was t- talking to the guests of the other episodes and all that, right, in how people should pick their topics, right, I usually I'll give them a bunch of topics and then they had to pick one. Um, so that was the same with you as well, right? Um, so I gave you a, a bunch of topics and you pick this one. So I'm very interested because it's one of the topics that I was like, oh, would anyone really go for this? You know, <laughs> <laughs> not that it's bad or anything, I like it. but I was like, yeah. So 
I'm very curious with you. What attracted you to, to that topic? Because your response as well was very almost like quick as well. The way you responded, it didn't sound like someone was like, ah, oh, should I go for this? But it was like very affirmative. I'm going for empowerment testimony. So yeah, what attracted you to, to this topic? Um, I loved the topic instantly as soon as I saw it because um, I'm product of other people's testimonies, you know. Mm. Um, the power, or rather, let me put it this way, other people's testimonies of what they'd experienced made me want to experience that for myself. So this is how mm. I actually came to Christ. You know, somebody testified about mm. their experience with Jesus and just sharing and testifying about their walk with the Lord just also brought me to a place where I came to encounter Jesus for myself. And I want to believe that literally almost all of us, you know, we are products of testimonies. Mm. So when, when I began to, when I saw that topic, it was so easy for me to just say, okay, I'll, I'll just talk about this because mm. most of us relate to it. Most of us are actually products of testimonies, you know? Yeah. Well, that's very true. I never actually thought about that. But we are actually products of testimonies that we hear. Like, you hear someone share, like, you know, God has done this. And I'm like, yeah, if you can do it for that person, you know, I can believe for the same thing. It almost, like, gives you permission to believe for for, for new things, you know, to, to, mm-hmm. to have your faith in, a, in something that God has done for someone else. Um, and it also increases your faith because you realize actually God has done this before. So Amen. not like it's a new thing with me. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. we're a product of other people's testimonies. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, you know, uh, now that you you explain that uh, that you're that we are all product of testimonies, uh, can you share with us a testimony that revealed God to you in a new way, or that showed you? that showed you the goodness of God in a new way. Like it could be a personal testimony or someone else's uh, testimony, just, just to show what, uh, what you mean by uh, that we are product of testimonies. All right. Um, so I'll, I'll just probably share a testimony that I experienced myself, you know, Amen. Um, Actually, I have a lot, you know. So let me. Let me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are here. We are listening. We, you've, we just. Yeah, you've already you know. mentioned a couple of testimonies already. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One of them, actually, I don't think I really shared this testimony with a lot of people, but I came to a point in time in my life where I just started losing weight, like. I started losing weight like drastically. It was bad. So, you know, when people look at me, people start asking questions, you know. Yeah. Natalie, are you okay? Are you sick? You know, first of all, it didn't really get to me. It didn't get to my head, like, um, yeah. because I was losing weight. I'm like, oh, it's okay. I mean, I'm a medical student. I'm studying like every other student. You might lose weight and shed weight because of your studies. But it got to a point where it was actually very, very serious, you know. I never used to be the kind of person who would actually go and seek medical advice and all those things, but I came to a point... How ironic, how ironic. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) So 
actually came to a point where I, I went to visit and visited a doctor and t- told them my issue. When they looked at me, I mean, they'd reason to give me a list of all kinds of examinations that I should do, you know, to find out mm. if something was wrong. Because the rate at which I was losing weight, people would begin to think of the worst, you know, maybe it's a cancer or some sort of, I mean, something mm. like that. So yeah. I actually ran this test and nothing was wrong. Nothing was wrong with me, but mm. I was still losing weight. I tried eating as much. I was still losing weight, you know, mm. and then, you know, the more you're losing weight, people are still saying, oh, you have lost weight. Oh, my goodness. No, you can't wear this type of clothes because it will show really how skinny you've become. All of those things, you know, and then I came to a point where I just said in my head, this has to stop, you know. Mm. Whatever yeah. sickness is going on in my body, I can't identify you. But one thing I know, you are violating what Christ has done for me against my body, you know. Amen. So I came to a point where I started praying. And I want to say that I prayed for a while. I was still losing weight. Mm. My parents actually got to a point where by their worrying. My friends got worried, you know. Some were actually beginning to, you know how your friends become comfortable with the new you? You know, (laughs) maybe, I mean, they're trying to help you to adopt to whatever is happening to you, but you have no idea. But I came to a point where I started praying against this thing. Mm. And I began to realize that it was more than just losing weight. You know, there was some kind of activity that was happening around my body that I didn't understand. Clearly, it was not from God, you know, and... I prayed over it and I want to praise God that I control where I want to be with my weight right now. You know, if I decide to gain weight, I can simply do it now. Unlike those days trying to gain what I was eating, I was eating, but I was still losing weight drastically. But Mm. I want to thank God that God healed me. That is one of my testimonies. God healed me. I do not know what it was. I don't know what was going on in detail but one thing i know was that that was not from god and that thing is gone mm. praise god so I, I thank god so much for healing amen amen I, I love i love how you identify that if this i if nobody can identify what's going on in my body mm-hmm. there's no doctor to tell me that i have this kind of disease my body's just doing what it likes then i know that i'm healed you know, mm-hmm. I know that this shouldn't be happening to me because mm-hmm. I feel like most of us, we forget that who we are and what God has already done for us. It's, mm-hmm. it's a done deal. Jesus Christ dying for us on the cross, it's a done deal. We were healed. Mm-hmm. We are just claiming what we already have. We are healed. Yes. And yes. I love how you constantly prayed. You know, sometimes we pray once or twice or three times and then, you know, we let mm-hmm. it go. But mm-hmm. the the power of constant prayer. And now you're saying, guys, I now control my body weight. I know mm-hmm. what, what body I want to be in. And I feel like th- this is a very beautiful testimony and a wonderful reminder that we already have the power. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's not like, yes, we already have the power and we just have to tap into, into that realm of, knowing and reminding ourselves of the kind of power that Jesus Christ has already given us. Amen. Amen. Mm. 
Amen. And also, Amen. I love this because, you know, at times people feel like there are things that people can talk about, you know, and things that people can't talk about. When mm. things to do with, you know, your health, especially when it comes to, uh, say, for example, you're losing weight, you know, people feel mm. like they can't pray about those things. You want to pray and cast out demons from, you know, the yeah. church service and all those things. Mm. But really, you can bring anything to Jesus. And he, what is illegal you know, it has to know it's illegal in your body and it leaves. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually just about to say, like, <clears throat> like you said before, you know, we're products of other people's testimonies. So I can yeah. just imagine someone listening to this who might be struggling also, might not be weight loss person, maybe weight gain or any other thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, they haven't had. Don't, they don't even tell people about it. Or, you know, they just take it as I just something that happens, you know, it, it is what it is. But from your testimony, like you, you just should like, if you pray about it, tell God about it, he will do something about it. And yeah, you just gave someone permission to like, you know, not settle for, for less, not settle for anything than what God is offering. Yeah. Them. Yeah. So I love that so much. It shows how much God cares, even for the smallest things, you know. It, it, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter, you know. As long as it's something that bothers you, it concerns God. Like I always like to say, like, if it bothers you 1%, if it's something that just, you know, 99% is good, but just that 1%, it's the, that's the thing that bothers you, it... It, God is concerned about it a hundred percent. So oh, yes. don't 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 ever feel like you know this. I can bring certain things to God, or I can only bring the major things. Tell God about everything, and you'll see Him in everything. Amen. 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 All right. Um. So, uh, speaking of testimonies and everything, you know, in life we we go through like different seasons. You know. Sometimes we're faced with trials and all that. So what happens is, you know, as, as human beings, okay, let me speak for myself. For myself, sometimes, you know, when yeah. you're faced with when you're faced with a trial, you tend to forget like all the other times that God has seen you through. And oh, yes. you might feel like, you know, yeah, this is I feel like God's faithfulness has run out or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I wanted you to speak into that. Like, um, why do we tend to forget what God has done for us before? Why, why do we find it difficult to believe that he can do it again? Uh, I love how you just um, phrased that question. Why do we tend to forget, you know? Yeah. And the reason is very simple, is because we have forgotten, you know. Mm. We are not remembering what we've been through, what God has gotten us through. One of the things that, um, one of the characters that I love in the Bible is David. David says, you know, if you look into the Psalms that he wrote, mm. David remembered. He remembered what God had done for him. You know, you would look back, you would talk about the times when, you know, the enemy had put, um, had surrounded him and how God had scattered his enemies. You talk mm. about the time 
you know, all those testimonies that you have in the book of Psalm, when you look into all those Psalms, mm. David says that, you know, I remember, Lord, what you've done for me. And he says, I'll put your works as a remembrance, you know, I'll have your works as a remembrance. So that whole idea of remembering, it's really important, you know, because mm. it creates a memorial. And this is why you find that when you look into the word of God, many times, especially at, uh, uh, how do I say, peaks in the lives of the Israelites, the mm. Bible says that God would always tell those people to tell their children and have days as a memorial of what the Lord had done. Amen. All this was to spark remembrance. You know, it's time you'd find God telling the Israelites that tell your children how, you know, the angel passed over and how, you know, the firstborn of Pharaoh and everything in his land was slaughtered. Tell your children about it. This was for them to remember what God is capable of and what God is able to do. Because the thing is, you know, for example, right now, somebody can come and tell me of their experience or, or of what they've heard about God healing the body. But if I have not experienced it myself, it's very possible that I can tap into your faith Amen. and by your testimony, I can, you know, reach out and receive my healing. Yeah. But the faith also that comes from knowing that I've gone through something in my own health and mm. I've experienced the healing power of God, whatever virus that comes in my body right now, I can still stand on my faith that yes. bred from my own experience, you know. Yes. So we have as believers, we have the privilege of having people who have had those testimonies before, and we have the privilege of experiencing those testimonies ourselves. So the whole idea is whatever you get, whatever what point, whatever point you get to in life, remember the goodness of the Lord. This is why, you know, uh, I always encourage it personally, you know, that remember just think about it meditate on the goodness of god look back mm. into your own life and see really where you've come from where god has gotten you through trust me whatever that will come your way next time you are not anxious you are not worried you have gone through this before god has done it for you so whatever yeah. just comes you you are at a standpoint where you know that god I know this can come in a different shape or in a different form, but yeah. I've gone through this so I can go through it. The trouble comes when trouble comes to you and you are not thinking about what has happened before, you know? It's mm. like, it's a new thing altogether for you. But when you begin to think how, for example, in a year like 2020, you are here, you are flourishing, you're prospering. If, and we are praying against this, if another year was going to come like this, you'd know, oh, I went through 2020. Nothing yeah. can be yeah. so difficult for me. God yeah. was with me, you know. Amen. But we, of course, I'm not saying we shall have like this. God yes. forbid that we have another year. Praise <laughs> yeah. <Lord. laughs> hey, the blood God of Jesus against that. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. And even when we're talking about the same uh, David, you know, when he was about to face Goliath, he began to recount where he did toward the, the mouth of the bear. Wow. You know, right yeah. there he's standing before a Goliath and is begin, beginning to talk about his past victories. 
the yeah. challenge is right there before him, you know. And mm. what gave him the strength is, you know, the the strength that comes to you, the conviction, the faith, the trust that comes to you from mm. knowing the bears that you've already torn apart before. Mm. Yeah. So the yeah. key of not forgetting is actually do not forget. Okay. I'm sorry it comes out like this, but... <laughs> There's we no other to, way to put it. There's no other yeah. way to put it. We have to be always in remembrance. Mm. Uh, Psalm 105, verse 5 to 6, it says, Remember the wonderful works that he has done, his Amen. miracles, and the judgments he uttered, O offspring of Abraham, seven sons of Jacob, his chosen ones. They, we, 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 we ought to, <laughs> to remember yeah. what the Lord has done. It's yeah. It's 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 some form of a weapon in standing firm in the Lord, oh, yes. remembering mm. that He will never disappoint you. Mm. And I love how you put it that uh, we need to remember. It's a need, right? <laughs> Don't yeah, forget. Yeah. And you know, I remember watching this uh this movie War Room, and the lady on her wall had a list of the things that the Lord has done. So mm-hmm. if you feel like sometimes when you're going through trials, you mostly forget. You can decide mm. also to write them down and put them in your wall, put them on your wardrobe, somewhere that you know you will remember when, or you will see it. You know, sometimes we have things on our wall, but we don't read them every day. But mm. you just have to have the place where you remind yourself of the goodness of the Lord, of what the Lord has done for you, what what things you have gone through that the Lord just fought for you. Mm. Yes. And at times, you know, like the devil tries to, you know, come with this sort of challenges that almost look like you are the first one experiencing such a thing. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, he brings it in a fashion whereby even if you are trying to go back to your previous testimonies, you're like, but I haven't really seen it in this yeah. manner of degree. Mm. But it's mm. all a lie, you know? The Bible says yeah. there's nothing new under the sun, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. There is yeah. nothing. Amen. That's so good. Um, you know, that... You know, like even like Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? He's so if the you constant don't, yeah. God. So if you don't have a yesterday with him, you won't be able to believe him for today. So you need to know that what he has done for you yesterday, he will do for you today because he's the same. He's he'll always because come he's through. He's never changing. He's never changing. God. Amen. Amen. That's so that's so good. And forget uh, not the Lord's benefits. Yeah. And yeah. not the Lord's benefits. I love that. Yeah. Amen. Um, in conclusion, you know, this is the last question that we have for you. And I feel like you've already touched on it. But in closing, uh um would you would you encourage children of God to give testimonies and why? Like I feel like you should just uh, encourage on giving testimonies because um you've already touched on it. So I just feel like you should just can you just please uh, encourage children of God to give testimonies and maybe even show them the, the, the beauty or the power of, of giving a testimony? Oh, that's, that's a beautiful um, question. Praise God. I encourage giving testimonies a lot. Praise God. And the reason so I do so is, like we've already said, we are products of testimonies. When you look at the Bible itself, the Bible is a written testimony, you know? Mm. You have men mm. and women who heard, what is a testimony? Basically, you are recounting, you know, 
Mm. You are recounting what you have seen, recounting what you have heard, recounting what you have experienced. And this man, they recounted what the Lord spoke to them in words. And now it's what we call a Bible. Mm. The Bible is a book that is filled with testimonies. When we begin to pray, when we begin to quote, we are quoting from some other people's experiences that, you know, become our own experiences by the power of the word. So testifying is important because that's how we easily pass on the knowledge of Jesus everywhere. Like I told you, personally for me, I, I got so interested about Jesus because people were telling me about what Jesus had done in their lives, you know. Mm. People were telling me all these kinds of stories. And you actually begin to notice how this generation, actually basically every other generation, we are people who relate better to encounters than theories. Mm. We relate mm. to encounters than to stories. I'm not saying that the Bible is a theory, but I mean mm. to say that we relate better to encounter than even arguments. Many people yeah. argue, who is Jesus? Who is God? And all mm. those things. But if we actually come to a place whereby we put experience and mm. uh, arguments, arguments bow to encounter. If I told you that mm. the tree made me blue, you see me, I'm blue and I'm standing before you. You cannot argue, even if you had an argument or a theory whatsoever. I am the proof, you know? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Just testifying, it's, it's a very beautiful way of showing Jesus, proving Jesus. We are proving that Jesus is who he is. He is what he says he's all about, you know, because we see all his works around in our lives. I love the encounter in, um, in the book of Mark. Um, we are told of the man who was uh, cleansed or the man was healed of um, the possession of demons. Yeah. You know, the one yeah. of the things that Jesus began to tell him was go and tell the people. Another yeah. encounter was the woman by the well. If you actually read that story, it's very beautiful. Yeah. The Bible says uh, in, in John 4, how when, you know, she had an encounter, I won't get into the details of those, but when she had mm. the encounter, she met this prophet, you know. Mm. Jesus began to tell her to go and tell others. And she went and told others. Just mm. one woman had one experience with Jesus, goes to tell others, and they came, they met Jesus, and they were amazed. Mm. Many came yeah. to believe in Jesus because of an encounter. You know, you can see, I mean, the proportion of it, it's actually... I mean, we would expect one to be probably to one, but one brought many, praise mm, God. Yeah, so that yeah. testimony that you have, the testimony that someone has, it is what will encourage somebody in the challenge that they're facing right now. It will mm. be actually what will attract somebody to Jesus. We read of the testimonies of what Paul did, you know. Mm. When you read of those, you get so charged up in your faith. You're so convicted because you've seen God do it. You've read about what he did. So you know mm. you can actually do the same thing, praise God, and you can do more. So mm. faith, um, much more than just increasing faith, testimonies are powerful because this is how we prove Jesus. Mm. This is a proof of Jesus. We invite others more. 
we encourage other others more we encourage them to trust the lord more praise the lord jesus christ much more than that we glorify the name of god Amen. praise god Amen. i mean Amen. when people see all these things people only come to a point whereby they are so filled with awe and wonder and they just praise god amen so this is this is it's needful we need to share yeah. our testimonies you know and times people feel like okay it's pride if i'm sharing my testimony it's maybe it's no by no means <laughs> yeah. no <laughs> yeah. thank you for saying that thank you for saying that people should know it's not pride imagine mm. if the apostle paul had held back everything that he wrote to us my mm. goodness wow <laughs> if I, Imagine all of those things. If 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 John John testified, even John had yeah. you know held back all of those things that we have come to know by his sharing, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be where we are. We wouldn't be having the knowledge that we have. We wouldn't be having the empowering that we have. But because mm-hmm. we've seen those things, we've heard of those things, they've been passed on to us. You know, we are where we are. So whatever testimony that you have. It's, 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 it's all to God. It's all to the people of God. It's all to the mm. body of Jesus. Your testimony, I need to hear it because mm. it strengthens my faith, mm. you know. Mm. So there's nothing like pride with testifying. Testify of the goodness of God, whatever that he has done for you. Mm. Testify because you know God will be glorified. God will be lifted in it. Amen. And somebody's faith will be lifted as well. Amen, 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 amen. Somebody testify. Amen. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is my testimony. From I'm actually reminded of <laughs> Praise God. I'm reminded of another scripture, you know, in Psalm 107, verse 27. The Bible says, let the redeemed, let them say so. Yes. Wow. Come on. The Lord has healed you. Say yes. so. I have say been so. healed. Praise God. Amen. Amen. It's amazing. The Lord has delivered you. Say so. Declare it. Praise God. Amen. It's 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 just powerful. Yeah. Even even David says that you know I'll I'll declare you in the presence of the brethren. This is what he says. Amen. So it's Amen. it's just beautiful. We we ought to. Wow. We ought to. Uh, Yes, you know, as, as you guys were saying, uh, to, to affirm what you're already saying in Psalm 105, said, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Amen. And then it also said, continues verse 2, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of his wonderful works, glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Amen. 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 I, like everything you are saying, you are saying that we should share our testimonies to encourage somebody, to bring boldness in someone in, in increasing their faith. And you said what I like the most, which um which resonates more with the Benjamin generation is by telling our testimonies, we are making Jesus known. And that is all the Benjamin generation wants to do, is to make known all the wonderful works of the Lord to all nations. And one of the ways, as Natalie has been sharing with us, is by giving um, a testimony. Testimony. Um, And no amount of logic can reason out a testimony. 
Um, just like yes. what the, the story, one of my favorite Bible stories in John 9, when Jesus healed the blind man and he went before like Pharisees and all these people who had so much um, Bible knowledge. And yeah, and the only thing he could say, you know what, I don't know what you guys say, who this man is, only one thing I know. No, once I was blind, but now I see. Amen. And that, that's the most powerful thing you can just give to people. And I like mm -hmm. it. Don't be ashamed. You know, if you, if you, if you now see, tell it. It doesn't need to be, you know, when you think of testimony, sometimes we feel like the spectacular. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I was bedridden and then God raised me up. That's mm -hmm. also amazing. But even just knowing about Jesus, just knowing about the gospel, you know, it brings that light inside of you, that change inside of you, you know you now have a reason for living so just telling people about that you know once i felt like life was just nothing but now i actually have a reason for waking up and it's because i now know jesus so that's also a powerful testimony amen and you can testify of things you actually want to see in your life you know i actually have plenty of testimonies of this you know testifying is basically recounting reaffirming yeah. redeclaring you know yeah uh, i i was also at a point in time in my life where i was in need you know mm. and i began to testify what the word of god says because the thing is the word of god declares so many things about us and many of us wait till we see the um material thing in our life for us to actually testify but yeah. god by the giving of his word is but i i began to testify mm. my testimony was true because god said it god Amen. said it that i could not lack god said it that i had everything that i needed for you know life and godliness god already said it so i yeah. was testifying thanking the lord for his word carried my uh, the, the meeting of my need and Amen. you know what god did it's just amazing praise the lord god provided for me so testifying doesn't just necessarily mean that you are also you know just speaking what has what you've come to see in the physical mm. what god has said what god has declared is what it is even if you're not seeing it you mm. can testify and you have grounds to do so because Amen. god has spoken it and what god speaks it is Praise God. Amen. So you can yeah. just you can testify of what the word of God says about you. Amen. 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 Thank Ooh. you so much, Natalie, for joining us. I feel like we were we were not wrong at all. The spirit, <laughs> the spirit of truth was in us that yeah. we are just going to turn and receive a lot of testimonies. And yeah. yes. the yes. that gave about healing about mm. about provision about declaring you know um that we are testimonies you know sometimes when we count or think that the lord has done sometimes we count ourselves out and mm -hmm. you reminded us that we are testimonies and thank you so much for doing that as as it is our tradition when we send out uh, is that you pray for our audience you pray for us and then one of us, me and Alexis, will pray for you. And I appoint Alexis very nicely, please, <laughs> that he should pray for you. He should bless you. Um, yes, as, as we are about to sign up. 
Praise God. Thank you. Um, before I pray, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This really has been a wonderful time. May God bless you. Praise God. Um, I've learned a lot and I've made new friends. So I'm, I'm so grateful to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, Well, let's just pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we are thankful. We are grateful, Lord, for all that you've done in our midst today. We thank you so much for everything that you've reminded us. We thank you, God, for everything that you've taught us in the name of Jesus. God, we stand right now only just to give you thanks. I give you praise for all that you've been doing within the Benjamin Generation Ministry and all its hearers. I thank you for all the testimonies, God, and how you've been showing yourself in their lives in the name of Jesus. God, I give you praise. And I pray in the name of Jesus, let this ministry be blessed. Let all those who have been hearing, my God, let them testify in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for meeting their needs. Thank you, God, for responding to their desires in the name of Jesus Christ. Let them come back again right on this platform and testify, God, of how they've seen you move and work in their lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your word says, oh God, that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the power of their testimonies, by the word of their testimonies. We thank you, Jehovah, that they are coming, oh God, they are overcoming in the name of Jesus, whatever it is in their lives right now. We thank you, Lord, for an overcoming, for their mouths are open to testify in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you all the honor, God. I thank you for Alexis. I thank you for Neil. I declare all that concerns them perfected in you. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the honor and we give you all the praise. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Ooh, uh, Father God, um, I thank you for, for Natalie, Lord. I thank you that you're always with her and you're always by her side, Father. Um, you've never left her and you'll never leave her ever again. You'll never forsake her, Lord. And you're working all things out for her, good Lord Jesus. You're right there in every single area of her life, in every single aspect, however small, however big, you are right there, Lord Jesus. And you're doing things that only you can do, Lord Jesus. I declare that you will move through her, Lord Jesus, that you will work through her, Lord Jesus. In her studies, Lord, may it just be your grace that is seen, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord, may, may she just work supernaturally, Lord Jesus, in her field of study, Lord Jesus. I just declare healing over her hands, Lord Jesus. I just declare healing. Thank you, Lord, that whatever patient she touches, Lord, the healing will flow out, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because with you belongs all the power, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I just declare your love over her right now, Lord Jesus, and everything that she does, Lord. I just cover it with your love, Lord Jesus. And I declare that she is forever your beloved. You are forever pleased with her before your eyes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're, you're calling her to greater things, Lord. You're calling her to greater things, to conquer greater things, Lord Jesus. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Yes, Lord Thank Jesus. You, Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Woo! That is, that is wonderful. I just received blessings and blessings and blessings and blessings. It has been a pleasure for me, Maneuza and Alexis Raputin. It has been a wonderful pleasure. Oh, wait, before we leave, 
since today we're talking about a power of a testimony, can you guys share with us any testimonies that you have on our um, Facebook wall and on our Instagram? You can DM us on Instagram, the Benjamin Generation, the Benjamin, and on Facebook, the Benjamin Generation. Yes, thank yeah. you. Would love to hear how God has been working in your life. And also like to hear how this episode blessed you. So feel free to be sharing. Um, yeah, yes. because one testimony can change another person's life. Amen. 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 Peace out. Peace. All right. So we've come to the end of our podcast. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And if you are listening on Google Podcasts, please do subscribe. And if you are listening on other platforms where you're able to leave a review, please do that. You can also go find us on Instagram or Facebook. It's at the Benjamin on Instagram and the Benjamin Generation on Facebook. So if you have anything to say, anything at all to say, just go there, comment, or send us a direct message. See you guys in the next episode.